Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today, I'm going to be discussing anxiety. So to begin, the definition of anxiety is an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes such as increased blood pressure. People who suffer from anxiety usually have recurring, intrusive, negative thoughts and concerns. So in this episode, I'm going to be discussing, first of all, why do we have anxiety? There are so many different reasons why we, ha- we struggle from anxiety, why we suffer from it. And so I'm going to go into several different reasons why that is the case. We're also going to talk about some of the negative consequences of having anxiety on your life. And finally, we're going to talk about how to deal with anxiety and offer some tips on how to overcome uh, the struggle with anxiety. So to begin, the, one of the main reasons why we suffer from anxiety is because anxiety is rooted in fear. And most usually we fear what we cannot control, what we don't know. So fear of the unknown and that we can't prepare for makes us feel out of control. And that fear ultimately leads us to this feeling of anxiety, feeling anxious. Next reason we suffer from anxiety is because we are around unsafe people. So specifically in childhood, when we're around uh, exploitive, let's say narcissistic controlling parents who do not allow us to be ourselves, they are uh, exploitive, they are critical, they are judgmental, uh, and ultimately we don't feel safe. We feel like our well-being is threatened, uh, we feel rejected, abandoned, we feel like we're being criticized, so that will leave us feeling uh, just dysregulated and unable to just be at peace with who we are and where we are because ultimately it's unsafe to do so. Next is not being present. So the famous quote by Lao Tzu, he says, if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. And if you're at peace, you are living in the present moment. So from this perspective, it can be seen that if you are anxious, you are ultimately not present. You're living in the future. And ultimately, like I mentioned, your fear of the future of the unknown, usually you're in your head, uh, you're living in your your thoughts, you're believing your narrative, the false narrative, the negative thinking. Uh, and as a result of that, you're creating problems that may or may not be there, usually don't exist, and that we become anxious about those false scenarios that we create in our heads. Next reason is because we feel out of control. You know, emotional dysregulation, uh, feeling powerless. If you feel powerless, then ultimately you feel like you don't have control over your life. And if you are in a threatening situation, if you're in a situation where you are being abused or you don't feel like you can get out of a situation that's toxic or or difficult or painful, that will leave you feeling uh, anxious. Now, most of our anxiety comes from how we interpret a situation as opposed to what's actually going on. So one of the main reasons we suffer from anxieties, like I mentioned, is that our mind starts to create scenarios, connect dots that may not be there, and create this picture of doomsday. And and oftentimes this happens because we are too uh, tunnel focused, we are too short term focused, we don't see the big picture, and we are reacting to what we believe is the full picture and what is true, when in reality that is just our mind making up stories, and as a result we are reacting to that with anxiety. 
Next reason is because we have an abusive inner critic who is constantly judgmental and focusing on the negative and sees the worst in every situation. So when we have an abusive inner critic, which is usually going to be the case if we were raised in a toxic home where there was a lack of love, you know, that inner critic is usually the child self who has unmet needs and children who are uncomfortable, they create chaos. And with chaos, there's a lack of clarity and there's anxiety and there's just discomfort. So with, with an abusive inner critic who's constantly judgment, judgmental and judging you and just not supportive, that can create uh, internal chaos, which would then lead to anxiety. The next reason we struggle with anxiety is because we are out of alignment with our authentic self. So our mind, body, spirit, when it's all working together in alignment, we feel at peace, everything's connected, everything is able to interact with other elements of our self. As a result of that, everything flows. And usually in that instance, we are present and at peace and you could be said that we are aligned mind, body, spirit. However, when this is not the case, usually because of trauma and as a result, our mind, body, spirit are disconnected. We are fragmented. When that's the case, we are uncomfortable. We are dysregulated and we are uh, anxious. Next is having unmet needs and not being able to meet them. So we all have needs. And when you feel like your needs are not going to be met, then you feel helpless. And that helplessness, that powerlessness feels uh, uncomfortable. It feels like you're out of control. And ultimately, like we mentioned earlier, that fear of feeling out of control creates anxiety. Next reason is because we are overwhelmed. You know, we're too much on our plate. There's too much we've taken on. This is oftentimes found in people pleasers or people who are overachievers trying to accomplish or just take on too much. And because they feel, again, out of control to get their work done or to be enough or to uh, be accepted. And as a result of that, they just are, are completely emotionally overwhelmed and you don't, feel dis you don't feel regulated, you don't feel at peace, and you feel anxiety. Uh, next, peer pressure or social pressures to fit in. You know, if you feel like you're not going to be accepted, and ultimately you'll feel like you're going to be rejected or abandoned and alone. And ultimately, if you're alone, your needs are not going to be met. So there is an underlying theme here that there's a fear of simply not being accepted, not being loved, and not, being, uh, not having your needs met. And when that happens uh, in this specific instance, peer pressure or feeling like there's pressure to uh, be somebody or have something or do something to fit in so you can get your needs met. When we don't have that, we fear that we are going to be uh, left with unmet needs. Next is when we have a wounded sense of self, emotional dysregulation, emotional imbalance, negative emotions that stem from having a wounded sense of self. Uh, when you have a wounded sense of self, you are fragmented. You are not whole. You are not full. You are not complete. And as a result of that, you are usually codependent, which means you're dependent on something outside of yourself to regulate yourself. You cannot do that yourself. And the anxiety is, again, helplessness to regulate those emotions. And finally, attaching it to an outcome that may not be possible. So when we attach to an outcome, uh, we fear the outcome not coming true, not happening. So what we start to do is start to control everything in our lives, whether it's manipulating people, you know, our partners, our loved ones, or life situations, everything just to get this outcome that we have attached to because we believe that without this outcome coming true or happening, we are going to be uh, just not good enough or not loved or just abandoned. So because we cannot, life will not allow us to control most things, you know, most specifically the people in our lives. We cannot control people. We cannot control things. Uh, most usually the only thing we can control is our reaction. So we definitely can't control outcomes. When this is the case, when we try to control things that we cannot control, then we feel more anxiety. And, and ultimately with more anxiety, we become more controlling, um, more controlling behaviors, more neurotic behaviors, and a, thus a negative feedback loop, which ultimately fuels more and more anxiety. And it does not let you live at peace because you're constantly trying to chase this feeling of regulation, which can only come by being able to emotionally regulate by yourself, which we will discuss shortly.
So when you're living in this state of fear, this state of anxiety, uh, you know, you're not your best self. You feel out of control and you're constantly trying to alleviate that discomfort, that imbalance. So the opposite of anxiety is inner peace. So what we are looking for is balance. We're looking for emotional regulation and we're looking to, in essence, get this anxiety to go away. But we, in order to do that, we have to understand why the anxiety is there. So everything in nature, like I mentioned in the last episode where I talk about healing within relationships, I, it's looking for balance. It's looking for regulation. It's looking for equilibrium. So anxiety from that perspective can be seen as an emotional imbalance. So either we learn to balance our emotions in a toxic or dysfunctional ways, such as addictions, soothing agents, controlling things, uh, you know, maladaptive ways of trying to uh, regulate ourselves, or we learn to go in t- into ourselves inward and understand why we have that anxiety and develop the skills we need to emotionally regulate and then ultimately calm the storm of our anxiety. So some of the negative consequences of having anxiety are, in essence, we live in fear and we are in a victim consciousness. We're usually defended. Uh, We're trying to protect ourselves from further hurts. And as a result of that, we struggle to be our best self, to be present for our life. Uh, We've become very difficult to be around. We become a difficult partner because we aren't at peace with ourselves, And we're usually trying to control ourselves or control our partner or just control the environment. And that becomes very difficult to create a, a healthy, interconnected relationship. We're usually living in our heads, right? Our thinking mind, we're overanalyzing. We're trying to think our way out of the anxiety. And as a result of that, again, we're not at peace with ourselves. And finally, we're overly controlling and looking to soothe by manipulating people, situations, and who wants to be around somebody who's constantly controlling and not happy and not at peace with himself. Uh, ultimately, we make difficult partners and we push people away and we end up being more and more isolated and lonely and that does not lead to the happiness and fulfillment that we want, which occurs when we feel healthy and are interconnected with other people who are healthy. So let's talk about how to deal with anxiety. First of all, it's so important to identify your specific cause for anxiety. Once we understand the cause, which like I mentioned earlier, there's so many different types, uh, I should say so many different reasons why we struggle with anxiety. So finding out why you specifically struggle with anxiety will go a long way in overcoming it and dealing with it in your life. So important to identify if the anxiety, if the cause of the anxiety is coming from outside of you or within. So if it's coming from the environment you are in, you know, those who are you, you are surrounded by are putting pressure on you, maybe having unrealistic expectations, critical mocking you if they're judging you. So the first line of defense is just removing these people from your life. You know, those around you who do not give you permission, the safety, the validation of your experience and your emotion and the ability to feel safe expressing yourself. So next is to identify if you are giving yourself permission to feel maybe your own you're your own worst enemy. Maybe you're being critical of yourself, rejecting yourself, uh, holding on to defense mechanisms. So we have to validate our own emotions because if not, uh, you are not creating that space that would allow your emotions to, to shine through. You know, we're usually just rejecting them. So it's important to take on the inner critic and see it as uh, just not conducive to creating the space and, and realize why it's judgmental, understanding that there's probably wounds that need healing. Uh, creating that space inwardly for those emotions to show up and be expressed can be a, a huge, huge healing factor when dealing with anxiety. It's so important to work with the anxiety and not see it as an enemy and not see it as something that needs to be run away from or defended against. It's there to teach you something about what you need. So, you know, often what we need is our own protection. We need our needs to be met by ourselves and we need to be there for ourselves. Usually we need to meet our own specific needs. So when we take ownership of our lives and responsibility for our needs and getting them met, we feel more in control, more confident and less 
of a victim and less dependent on other people to meet our needs. And as a result, we have less anxiety because we have more control over the things we can control over our lives. And what this does is this removes that feeling of helplessness to change the outcomes of our lives. And thus, like I said, relieves the anxiety and that, those feelings of feeling out of control. And finally, if there are wounds of childhood, if there are wounds of past relationships, attachment traumas that are in need of healing, finding someone who can hold space for you so that you can learn how to hold space for yourself and ultimately learn how to emotionally regulate yourself, heal your wounds, can, go, can be astronomical in assisting you in becoming whole and at peace as opposed to being wounded and, and that fragmented self, which is a major uh, source of disconnect from your authentic self, which leads to more and more anxiety because ultimately you're not present, you're not at peace, and the anxiety is usually an indication. It's a feeling that's telling you something about what you need. And more often than not, it's something that's going on inward that needs your attention so you can create equilibrium, peace, uh, and regulation within. So if you are struggling with anxiety, you are probably one of 95% of the population, maybe even more, who are struggling with anxiety. Anxiety is rampant because most of us are running from ourselves. We're not authentic selves. We're not present. We're not aligned. And we're usually just trying to soothe as opposed to actually fixing what it is inwardly that needs our attention to heal. So it'd be an honor to hold space for you so you can learn how to emotionally regulate. If you were raised in a toxic home, you will probably struggle to emotionally regulate. You were not given the space, the safety to develop those life skills. So anxiety could be a result of that. A healing journey would help you learn how to emotionally regulate so you can calm your own storms and learn what your anxiety is telling you about what you need so you can become that parent to your child self, your own healer, and create equilibrium and inner peace, which is so powerful and so important when it comes to relationships because when we feel calm and happy and peaceful within, we can share our lives with other with other people, not from a place of need and control and soothing and fear, but from a place of abundance, from love and sharing your joy together with them. So it'd be an honor to assist you on your healing journey. Feel free to reach out to me directly if you'd like to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. My email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z at magnoliahealingcenter.com. You can reach me by phone, 818-210-6049. I want to thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, take care.